Hey gang, Wonder Rob here. And Shop's here too. This podcast is part of the Geek So To Speak network. Visit GeekSoToSpeak.com for our full podcast lineup. Welcome to level 11 of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast, where your video game podcast, where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about what we're playing and what's in the news. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live, well, semi-live from Southern California, and on the line with me are two of my best friends in the metaverse, Vactor, oh yeah, and the always angry... Jeffrey W. Sup. <laughs> not not angry enough. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. If you're not already subscribed, hit that subscribe button because we are a brand new podcast after all, and every subscription counts. And on that note, why don't you leave us a nice five-star review if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because, well, it helps us grow. And if you do, just for you... We'll give you a shout out on the show. That almost was poetry. Those worms, those words <laughs> rhymed, and I didn't even know they were going to rhyme. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us. If you're listening to us for the first time, again, let me just give you a little bit of a hint of what we do. We like to talk all the latest and greatest video game news and then talk about all the video games we've played during the past week. And we even like to have a video game topic-led discussion, and I'm about to lean into that right now. Did you know that every question we ask every week has the utmost to do with video games, and this week is no exception. This week's Get to Know the Vidgets topic, favorite salad dressing (laughs) to eat while you play video games. I don't look at these questions ahead of time. I just, I'd, I like to do them off the cuff, you know? And everybody knows if you're not eating salad dressing while you're playing video games, are you even really playing video games? <laughs> Probably not. So let's start with Vactor uh, in this interesting question. What's your most favorite salad dressing to eat on a salad when you are playing <laughs> video games? Oh, yeah. You know what, Wonder Rob? I'm glad you asked this question because I've been Well, dying. it was written on the show notes. And I also so. did not suggest this topic. <laughs> so Jeff W. slid this in there while we weren't looking, Rob, just so you know. What? Hmm. Jeff. But. Jeff. I want, That's a lot. I want you to know, back when I was but a wee lad, the only salad dressing I could stomach, mm-hmm. the only one... I hated every other salad dressing. Kind of like the way that... Well, I'll let Rob tell his story. Because I already know what Rob's answer is. Because I've eaten at salad bars with Rob before. But <laughs> the way that Rob eats his current favorite is the way that I used to eat my childhood favorite. Which was a Thousand Island. There was only one. Oh, gross. <laughs> wow. could, and it's funny because now... I don't like Thousand Island. I don't eat it mm. on my salad now. Now I have it on it, maybe on a burger, maybe on a fry. Yeah. If we're going to In and Out, burger for me. But yeah. it's weird to me now thinking of it as a salad dressing. I think of it as a hamburger topping now. But back then, as a kid, I I was drinking Thousand Island. I was left and right as I was playing my my Sega That's Genesis. So weird. I was chugging that Thousand Island, Rob. I, I That's was disgusting. I was <laughs> I was bathing in Thousand Island. I was taking showers in Thousand Island and my parents were like, "What is wrong with this kid?" But <laughs> why why is there Thousand Island in the tub? <laughs> as yeah. I grew older, I started to enjoy and my current favorite salad dressing is Italian or if they have any type of vinaigrette. I like I like the light Vine- vinaigrette. The light dressings. Mm. So I don't know what transitioned it or what started me on those things, but whenever I go to the Olive Garden and they give you that free salad and breadsticks, I love the Italian dressing. And I, I like to bring my switch with me when I go to Olive Garden so yeah. uh-huh. I can eat 
the salad and I could play the video game at the same time. He's now, such what is a your uh, what does your wife and child do <laughs> so, while you're playing on your Switch? While they're or while I'm playing my Switch, my wife is on her cell phone playing video games, and my son is on his little tablet playing video games. On so we're a video game. We're a video oh, family. Man. <laughs> Interesting. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeez. what's your favorite salad dressing to eat on a salad whilst you are playing video games? Yeah, you know, I was going to say, Vector, I could do like a, you know, some kind of vinaigrette, like a light one. These days, I'd probably just honestly go with like a a basic just Caesar salad dressing. Yeah. That's probably mostly what I'm eating, uh, you know, in terms of salads. Just a, just a good basic... Caesar salad with some chicken, some grilled chicken, you know. Um, I'll kind of, you know, make my own at home, and I'll just get just regular Caesar. I don't bathe in it, you know. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't particularly love it. I don't, you know, want to eat a ton of it, but it's, uh, it's serviceable. Can you give us an instance where you were eating a salad and playing a video game at the same time? For science. Um, <laughs> No, there was this one time I was tossing a salad and it dead. Oh, and no! And, uh, yeah, I got oh, really no, weird. Jeff! <laughs> this is not, this bit did not go the direction <laughs> that I thought it was. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. No, All I right. never play, I never ate a salad and played a video game. If he catches drift, <laughs> if he catches drift, he's not the eater. That's he's the ed. That's the trademark of the sandbox uh, gamers. We do everything while we play video games, boys. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! Well, for me, oh, a second. Vagner said you had oh. a salad story. <laughs> I he okay. I don't have a salad <laughs> story. Okay, but i know what he's talking about and it's a non-story okay but i'll i'll first let me answer the question the salad dressing my favorite salad dressing of all times probably a classy balsamic vinaigrette you lie (laughs) he's lying jim (laughs) okay it's only a lie if i don't believe he convinced himself Hmm. okay i'm a ranch man i typically go ranch wow but wow. but I'm not against a Caesar or a balsamic. Yeah. Like if I go to uh, there's like this place Luna Grill where I like to drag my my Alienware PC and <laughs> yeah my yeah. my 32 inch monitor <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> you go my ring light room. and I sit <laughs> in the, the back booth and I in, say Rob. one yeah one salad please. <laughs> also, uh, do. You, <laughs> Does this uh, does this uh, outlet have a, a surge protector yeah, on it? Because yeah. I'm about to get wild, bug wild on yeah. Elden Ring. He finally admitted it. <laughs> what Vactor was referring to is back in the day when Tell. we both lived in Arizona, there was Tell. a little restaurant that no longer exists. Sweet Tomatoes, Jeff. Or hmm. Soup Plantation, depending on where you're from. And it was a salad bar, all you could eat. Well, not all you could eat, but a sal- salad bar type area. And you would simply go down the line and you would you would make your salad. And I'd get a bunch of lettuce and I'd get like garbanzo beans and onions and and and, and all sorts of junk. But I would I would bathe it in ranch. Oh and I called it a ranch salad. To the point where you could not see any green on his plate. The entire plate was ranch. Now there was plenty of greens in there. Oh, it wasn't just a plate. <laughs> it just wasn't a plate of ranch. There was plenty of junk in there. And it would give me the utmost diarrhea mm. every time. But it was so good. And I'm actually really sad that sweet tomatoes and sweet plantation don't exist anymore. Because every once in a while, I crave it. <laughs> I want it. Hmm. And I don't want to drive to like a claim jumper or something to get a good salad. So that's just that's just how it goes, you guys. That's just how it goes. And you, I would do the hack. They didn't have the bacon bits, Jeff. So I would go to the soup bar because they had potato soup with cheese. And then they had like a little area of bacon bits. And I would go uh. over there and I'd get the little cup and put the bacon bits in it from the soup bar and then bring it back to my salad. Yeah. Uh, so you would jump and then put it on the salad. And yeah. I was cheating the system. That's like free money, Jeff. It's like free money. <laughs> but anyway, 
Uh, long story short, I prefer to be bathing in ranch while I play video games. Do you eat ranch on anything else? Like do you no, pizza very or no. I really don't like ranch what? all that much okay. outside of okay. <laughs> outside of a salad. The only time yeah. I ever use it is. If I, on the rare occasion I go to Jack in the Box, I don't particularly like Jack in the Box, but I like their buttermilk ranch dips. Or, a friend of the show, Ben Songer, sent me three bottles (laughs) of jalapeno ranch from Whataburger. And oh, so I, okay. I put that on uh, what a what a Christmas present. What a guy <laughs> and Rob will like this. I'll give him send Rob some ranch. Uh, and so every once in a while I'll I'll dip some fries or something in that, but not not terribly often. Uh, but that's that's my story and I'm sticking to it, boys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I can't wait to see what video game related question we have next week because they're all gold and speaking of gold it's time to get into the always relevant video game news because one thing you can always count on when it comes to the sandbox gamers is that jeff w is always dtf down to talk the fun news so what's been going on this week in video it doesn't work it's dtf no there's no fn in there (laughs) no 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 no. i emphasize the letters down to talk (laughs) the fun news i'm doing it right don't you worry (laughs) all right what's going on factor (laughs) well i know that uh we've been talking about cloud gaming recently and playstation doing their playstation plus service trying to catch up with xbox game pass well playstation plus is upcoming game trials which we've been talking about game demos on the last couple levels of the sandbox gamers they're going to have two hour long game trials now this is much better than you know a 10 minute demo or a one hour demo now you're going to get two hours rob and i think that's plenty to decide if you like the game or not because that's my whole thing with demos is do i like the game enough to buy it and that's what I did with that Kirby game on Switch. I played the demo, enjoyed it, and I said, I'm going to buy this game. So I did. So I am I am definitely down because I missed the days when Xbox Live gave you trials for every single Xbox Live arcade game. And I would really like them to bring that back. I, I, I like the idea of these two-hour demos, but I guess it... I worry, and I, I don't know why I'm worried, because I have no stake in this at all, but that do you think two hours is too much for some games? Like, you get two hours into a game, like, what if it's not a particularly long game? And I get almost all the way through it in two hours. Right. Is that going to make me want to buy the game? I don't know. Right. So I think I think it makes more sense for it to vary based on the game. Versus having a catch-all two-hour rule, personally. Yeah. Well, it looks like they're yeah. going to be on games $34 or above. So I guess mm. the thinking is the more expensive, the longer the game versus like a shorter game and costing less right. than $34, it's, it's going to be, you know, different. Well, this is probably going to mirror the EA service, right? Because they were doing that with their what was the premium thing called? What's EA Play? Maybe yeah, is that I what I'm thinking of? Yeah, and now and I don't do know. That. It might be Origin Play now. Whatever I don't or know. Origin, whatever yeah. the hell they name it. They have 20 names for all their shitty products. So <laughs> whatever the whatever the premium service thing they had subscription they had, it would give you access to the the collective or the you know the legacy games, the archive, mm-hmm. and then all the new games would get like a yeah you'd get like a two hour trial. So I assume it's going to work like that. And it was mostly like, and they would do it to hype up new games, right? Like when, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of EA games that are even good. Um, <laughs> There's uh, not that many. Uh, not many. Uh, what's Battlefront what 2. <laughs> yeah, what was that Star Wars, like Starfighter game, whatever the hell? Oh, uh, Squadrons? Yeah, Squadrons. Like, I know they use that as like, a, like, hey, get this and play it, you know, before you buy it, you know. Um, so I assume that's what this is going to be. And that service sucks. So, uh, you know, good on Sony, I guess, for giving this a try. I guess it'll work for, like, uh, like the new uh, God of War, right? Like, oh, if I could yeah. play it and start it. And then, you know, I, I assume that will also let me, like, carry my save over. Like, that doesn't... I don't lose progress. Right. I, could, I don't see why they would, you know, not take... 
not let me carry over my my save game but um, just to spite you, know, you jeff just to yeah. make you mad yeah and so i think there's value in this but this still is like this feels like a baby step this still feels like weak to me um, oh yeah in terms of getting on the uh, the game pass level it's not enough to get me to buy the service i'll tell you that no. right now you're not getting my no, money sony yeah and for me the way i'm playing you know being primarily on pc like this you know, hold on i clap. know i already know do a clapping sound effect vector yeah. for jeff <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and being on the pc all right now watch him just, watch him just yeah on the PC, I'm on hopefully the, PC. the audio podcast uh, picks that up <laughs> yeah i hope it's just silence <laughs> or we're just bullshitting right now. um but uh you know, primarily being on that, I already know the PlayStation games I'm going to buy. Or, like, if you give me a list, I'm going to pick out probably four or five for the whole year that I know for sure that I'm going to get and, and play. Um, you know, God of the new God of War being one of those. Like, so this, to me, doesn't... It's still just... Like, all right, that's a cool feature, but I don't care enough. It's still not going to get me onto your service, basically. That's fair. That's fair. I'm the same way. Um I, I can't think of anything to say that I haven't already said on previous <laughs> podcasts every time we talk about this. It's just not enough to get me to bite. It's it's not really getting me there. Yeah. Um, but I think, for example, our co-host with the most on our other podcast, Geek So To Speak podcast, Shaf, I feel like this would appeal to him a lot because he gets, and his words, his opinions, burned on uh, video games quite a bit. So this might really come in handy for him, but oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't know if I like it. I don't know if it's enough for me. I love it. Yeah. I Maybe bet you do. I had a, a two-hour demo on Elden Ring. Oh, man, he still would have quit after 30 minutes, and that's just because it's not for him. It's just not for him. <laughs> well, I bet something that is for Shaf is Microsoft holding an Xbox and Bethesda game showcase in June. Who needs Ooh. E3, Rob, when you can just go directly to the source? Just like the yes. Nintendo Directs and the PlayStation whatevers. Uh, <laughs> Xbox and Bethesda <laughs> coming together, yeah. and it's going to be June 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern. So I'm sure they'll be live streaming it, and we will talk about all the announcements on the Sandbox Gamers. Do they have anything good that that they're like hyping up that they're rumored um well let's look that up yeah i don't know know, about the rumors for this year but last year we got the reveal of the vampire shooter redfall a first look at forza horizon 5 starfield's release date and a whole lot of game pass announcements so hopefully they can get something similar um some similar news this year uh, but yeah, so, I think so we'll have Star uh, Starfield. Maybe they'll be talking about. Yeah, they're gonna show that. Yeah, that'll be Redfall. We'll long game. Elder Scrolls Six. No, there's no way. <laughs> I bet you they show a screenshot, but I bet you they don't really show anything. There's no way. It, that might be the only game that upends Elden Ring. Actually, I take it back. That and Fable. I'll, but Fable obviously mm-hmm. isn't a Bethesda game. But those yeah. those are gonna be the only ones that could possibly upend Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. I think Starfield has a good potential. It was going to be Zelda had, I think, had like the obvious like shot at it, but that's gone. So, oh, that's what we were talking about the other day. Vector, I said, what well, got canceled this year? It was Zelda. That's what I was thinking. Oh of. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, uh, I, I'm curious as to if if Sony's like, is this just did Microsoft just claim this time because of E3? Like, I don't think I don't think Sony's doing anything. I think they're all just. It's interesting now that we just get you know random press conferences it's like our phones right like hey here's the samsung reveal day and they just do theirs (laughs) at a random time of the year apple always does it on the you know first week of october or whatever it is right right uh and then you know um i so i am kind of sad that it's not one big weekend of just game news but uh i'll take this i guess microsoft owns everything now so i mean you imagine we're probably going to see i i would assume we see some Activision stuff that is not locked in. Like, I don't. I think like I don't think you're going to see Call of Duty stuff yet, just because I'm I'm sure that's locked into a Sony deal in terms of marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm sure you're going to see probably everything else. Microsoft is going to want to, you know, get in get in on that if they don't already have some kind of deal to uh, market with with Sony or somebody else. Yeah. Well, there's some more news, boys. Mm-hmm. Square Enix 
is selling Tomb Raider DSX and its Western Studios. Um, oh. Embracer Group is coming in and acquiring all of these properties for a cool $300 million. They should have came to us. I would have given them 301. <laughs> I the only one and I'm I care about is Tomb Raider. That the Tomb Raider reboot we've talked about on this show before. Those were all fun games and I'm looking forward to it. If you say so. <laughs> you haven't played it, but I think that's the one that has the most uh kind of buzz behind it, the most ca- caveat, I would say. Mm-hmm. Who, who <laughs> Gravitas. Yeah. Gravitas. <laughs> who, who I played Deus before. Those games are all right. Those yeah. games are all right. Hitman. Thief. On here. Legacy of Kane. Oh, wow. That That's where Hitman's going to end up? That's interesting. Huh. And uh, Jeff W.'s favorite, Outriders. <laughs> all of these and more than 50 back catalog games. Yeah. Um, well, I'm looking at who else that Embracer group owns. It looks like they own THQ Nordic, who has some. I'm trying to think of what they have, but I, I you know, they have some heavy hitters. I think under there. Also, thought. Gearbox. It looks like. Interesting. Yeah, which Borderlands is under? Yes. Yeah. And Saber Interactive. I defy you to name one game from Saber Interactive. I thought it was about lightsabers. <laughs> Saber Interactive. <laughs> I can't think of one game from Saber Interactive. Nope. That's no. okay. Don't even worry about it. It also owns comics and entertainment brand Dark Horse. <laughs> and when's the last time Dark Horse put out anything good? Exactly. Oh, they helped develop the Master Chief collection. Okay. <laughs> so they're probably Boo. just like a support studio. It's probably like so they probably have actually worked on a bunch of games we know, but they just they're just support. Shout out to all our listeners that. who work at Dark Horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> we appreciate it. All right, now it's uh, time to get into the lightning round, Trent. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Hit so, me with it. I know that you guys both enjoy mm-hmm. Elden Ring. Very much so, actually. Yes. Fisher Price has a baby's first gamepad, which I know Shoff has for his daughter. Mm-hmm. I also have it. Rob, do you have one of these? Uh, I've had one. Uh, I think it's it's mandatory if you are a gamer and you have a child that you get this thing because I, I think I even had two at one point that I was gifted it twice. Um, but yes, to answer your question, I do have that somewhere in a box yeah, somewhere this is, in this house. For those who don't know, it's a little baby controller. It's got bright colors. It plays songs and stuff for kids. Well, someone in particular, Rudism on Twitter at Rudism uh, modded it so that he could play Elden Ring and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater GIF. So both of these are right up here. Oh, alley. great. <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting me know. I'll go out and get yeah, one of these right get away one of these and baby. Uh, mod it. Yeah, baby it's probably way better than your Xbox Elite controller. Ooh. Yeah, I would when your guess. boy's done with his, just give it to me, Vector. I'll, uh, I'll, get, I'll get right to playing Tony Hawk on it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this Rudism. I saw a video of it uh, today. It showed up on oh. my TikTok, and I, and oh, I wow. thought, who, why, where, when, what, why would I want to wear, to do this? Yeah. I almost said, why would I want to wear this? I wouldn't <laughs> want to wear it, but right. <laughs> why would I want to play any video game with this? It's, it seems very, very silly and cumbersome and unintuitive. I mean, cool, good for you that you did it. I mean, because great, but no thank you. <laughs> pass, hard pass. Sony is stopping people from stacking their subscriptions for PlayStation Now because they're trying to get everybody onto their new premium service. So they're not letting you, which is something that I was doing with Xbox, or I still do with Xbox. Like I'll buy the little game cards whenever I have some, whenever Mm -hmm. I see them go on sale, I'd be like, okay, let's buy three months, let's buy six months, whatever. Sony is stopping that for right now. Uh, There's a cyberpunk cat simulator, which we call Stray. Delayed mm-hmm. until summer 2022. Boo. Blizzard is making a new Warcraft mobile game. I know mm-hmm. Shaf will be all over that one. Um, the very long look. There's a very long look at a canceled Half-Life game, which. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, sorry, I was, didn't interrupt you. I put that on there. Um, it's a uh, 
what's the Danny O'Dwyer no clip yes. it's the no clip uh, series they were, they show a, um, he was at Arcane Studios over in Europe uh, and he teased before where he's like hey here's this unreleased you know side game from Half-Life you know that they were working on and uh, he teased it and now they finally released like an hour long documentary of him playing through it and showing you stuff uh, it was kind of cool yeah uh, check out especially because I'm into like the pre you know pre-finished or unfinished games you know just to see what they were working on it's got some interesting stuff yeah check out got the some no face huggers <laughs> yeah Oh, sorry, I'm looking at these pictures. It looks, it looks like Half Life. That Valve engine that they have. Mm-hmm. But I had, I never heard of this. This is interesting, Jeff. Good find. Yeah, the NoClip yeah. channel is great too. I saw that notification, but I was like, I don't have an hour right now to watch this, so maybe I'll yeah, check that yeah. out later. And then not to not to dwell too much. I wish like it's, because that is like a legendary Half Life, uh, you know, level. This Raven home. You get in there and you're like, okay, this is creepy. This is like a horror-esque game and Mm -hmm. uh people really love that from that game and to see them i wish it would have been great if they would have done something more like this or if they would have you know not been so conservative with the games and you know making stuff at valve that uh this was able to uh see the light of day but sadly not but at least we have this yeah Yeah. thanks a lot (laughs) gaben yeah and then i know both of you are excited because today is may the 4th Star Wars Day. <laughs> oh, boy. Lightsabers are coming back to Fortnite, boys. So everybody can get their all of their lightsabers, and, and you can get all the for, the Star Wars Fortnite skins that you missed out on. You can get Kylo Ren, Jeff, run around <laughs> with your lightsaber. Oh, how, hold on. This is, and this is not an attack on you at all. <laughs> but, but mostly it, it, but mostly it, it is. Yeah. No, no, no. It's interesting that we have this on here. Like, they are bringing so much horseshit to this game. Like, at what point, like, this, there is more downloadable, play, payable content than there is content in the game. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get to Halo, Jeff, because there you can do the opposite of this. Oh, I like, we're going to talk about that. Between Halo and Fortnite, I'll take the Fortnite. If we're if we're going, yeah, but you do, you probably would mostly because they have Vader in there. Well, right? I mean, I do do a yeah, Star Wars podcast. Hold up the shirt, and I did nerd. I like Star yeah. Wars just a little bit, you know. But he's so holding up kind of all unfair. his Star Wars memorabilia for the audio listeners. He's holding up every mm-hmm. Star Wars toy he has in his vicinity. Yeah, he's running around his room, and <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what this is. It's so blurry. Oh, there. His hand is stuck to the Princess Leia statue. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening right now. But at least I think Jeff played. When they had lightsabers in there originally, I want to say we played a Fortnite game. Yes. Um, and yes. I, it changes the game a little Jeff bit. Jeff liked it, Rob. You know, you weren't there, but Jeff, he was having a pretty good time. He talk, yeah. talks a big game right now, but oh. he was pretty hard. <laughs> he was wearing a Fortnite shirt. He had a Fortnite hat on. He was like, I love this. But if you guys are like Jeff W., you will enjoy the lightsabers. And I think I might play a game. As soon as we end this podcast, just just to top off wow. my May the Fourth as we record this, but that's it for the lightning round. <laughs> I am not playing Fortnite <laughs> after <laughs> this, so you have fun, you two. I, I'm I'm fully on my way to become an Elden Lord. Ooh. Okay, I got lots Ooh. of work to do. I've been playing lots of Fortnite this week, boys. Oh Lord, yeah. Lord Rob. And I keep getting into areas. Wait, did you say I've been playing lots of Fortnite? Yeah, he said it. Oh, did I say that? No. Oh, man. No. We're gonna have to but I have that, been playing a lot of Fortnite. Yeah. No, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring hmm. this week. Still enjoying? Boys. Oh, are you kidding me, Jeff? Still, I am beyond enjoying it. it. I am yeah. l- l- loving it. And I'm mm. getting into things that I probably shouldn't be getting into, Jeff. Like... I forget exactly where I found it, but I found this this series of churches that all have these teleportation, uh, the little teleportation activated yeah. things on them. I forget what they're called exactly. Gray yeah, and you have to find yeah. special keys to activate these ones, mm-hmm. right? And so I found a key and I activated one, and it took me to this giant. It looked like I was on the moon, Jeff. Oh, I was wow. on this big okay. floating rock with all these stars around, and I climbed down there. Yeah. And I found my way to a platform where there was a, a like an, a fallen angel bad guy that I had to fight. And then I eventually made my way off this. 
to what I'm guessing is a whole city underground. Yes. <laughs> like a whole yes. underground map. And the best yes. part is, is I couldn't leave, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> because you have to complete it. Because like a dummy, I hit a side of grace under there yes. and then I died and it just put me back to that side of grace and I was stuck in this underground area for so long and I was like what I don't know if I'm supposed to be here yeah or not uh, eventually I made my way out of there but shoot man that was a, a harrowing experience did but, you did you get the mimic from there is that I think we're in I think it's the same area that I'm thinking of um, the, I uh, don't I don't think I got the mimic Okay. Because as soon as I figured out how to get out of there, eventually I just stumbled oh. on an elevator that got me out of there. Okay. Uh, yeah. There was like this little area where you have to light a bunch of torches. Mm-hmm. And the torches, every time you light tor- uh, one particular torch, there's a platform on the other side of the area where torches are also being lit. And there's like eight of them. Uh, yeah. And so I was in the middle of doing that. And eventually I found a way out. And it immediately transported me to this long uh, crevasse in, in Kalid where a giant pot person was sitting there and, and uh, <laughs> summoned three red guys to kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that area I think you're in, I, 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 it's been a minute since I get the name because I, I went and immediately got it when I had heard about it. You can unlock uh, the mimic summon, which basically just spawns another version of yourself mm-hmm. with you instead of like the wolves and the jellyfish. Um, and it's powerful as hell. It's like the most overpowered thing in the game. Really? For that. for that, Yeah. So you want to get that one at some point. Um, and it's cool. You basically uh, can fight yourself. And there's some tricks to it I'll, I'll tell you about before we get into it. Or, you know, without spoiling it here. But, uh, yeah, there's some uh, there's some good stuff there. And it's it's one of those things, like, everybody has talked about that. Everybody that's played Elden Ring, I've talked to about it. It's always eventually gets to, and I, I haven't tried to spoil it for you, but you get to the point where like, hey, did you take like a 45 second elevator ride and then end up in that underground area that's like a whole other map and like you're in this like, yeah, you know, a map under the map, you know, and it's like a whole game itself. It's a whole other thing. And I, I was like, I don't yeah. think I should have gone here because it was, I essentially like was falling down cliffs and, and walking across yeah. invisible bridges and stuff. And eventually yeah. I ended up there and I was like, I don't, this seems like a part of the game that I should not be at because all the enemies were like absolutely killing me, <laughs> destroying yeah. me. And we all know how I'm playing Elden Ring right now. And they were still wiping the floor with me. And <laughs> yeah. so I thought uh, I maybe say, it's, it's also fun when that game turns into like a platformer <laughs> and you're like, right. all right, I guess I'm just uh, doing that now. Yeah. With the jankiest platforming <laughs> yeah. in yeah. all the world, it's definitely <laughs> not supposed to be a platformer, but that being said, I'm still enjoying that. And then I beat, my second major boss um you have to take of course i can't remember his name because uh, i don't pay attention to anything there's a but, million of these things in here yeah so it's hard but there's like a teleportation um area that takes me to like some sandy dunes and caleb and there's a oh, boss Redon. on the sand redon that's his name he looks like that's ganon it. almost from oh, yeah. uh breath oh, of the yeah. wild and you summon like you can summon all these people to help you fight, and that was a pretty fun fight. It took me a couple of times to beat him, but yeah. uh, that's where I'm at right now, buddy. And so, again, I could talk about Elden Ring for forever and ever, but I'll I'll hold myself off. But that's been my Elden Ring adventures this week. But I did play two new games this week, yes. not just Elden Ring. First thing I did was a game called The Stanley Parable. Oh, you played some? Yes. Oh, so I. Nice. I saw a tweet about this from Sony's uh, Twitter, and I guess it's a a re-released version of the original game. I remember hearing about the game when it first came out a while back. I think it was like 10 years ago almost. Yeah. But I just never never got around to it, or I forgot about it or something. But I never played it, so I decided to hop into it because it was only 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, um, just real quick, it's like a deluxe version. The thing you're playing, yeah, it's like the game, and then there's just additional. So that's what they're kind of calling it, Ultra sure, deluxe. Yeah. So I don't really know what's new and what's not because I don't really have any sort of frame of reference. But I will tell you that I yeah. did beat the game. Oh dang! Uh, oh, did you? In nice on my second playthrough, and mm-hmm. I got the achievement for beating it and everything. But it's. it's I guess that's the shortest and easiest thing to do in the game is to beat it. Cause all you have to do is follow the, follow the directions that the game's giving you. It's a, a first person. 
it's not a shooter, but it's a first person game similar to, um, oh gosh. Um, of course now I can't, I mean, I'm just having the hardest time remembering <laughs> games today. Uh, yeah. What was what was the um, the game that I played on the Geek So to Speak page that was it wasn't uh, that long ago and it had like all the force perspective yeah the force perspective games um, of course oh, I can't yeah, remember I what that one's about. called that when I saw you play that I was like and then I saw the Stanley Parable thing I was like hey this will go well like this is something we should play because I like those types of games that uh, put you in a room and then kind of mess with you a little bit but yeah it's the the premise is is that you're this office worker working oh. in your office and super it's liminal super liminal thank you so yeah, much there it is um I, and i even beat that game and it's been a while since i've played that game but you're this office worker and you're going ar- about your day in your office and there's a narrator essentially narrating what you're doing and it says you know stanley decides to go into the left door and then you either can go in the left door or you can go in the right door. And if you go in the right door, you're like, well, he des- he decided to, to be a little wild today. And now he's going to the right door. But he's going to go into the break room. And you'll go into the break room and you'll just stand in there and be like, wow, th- aren't you glad he went to the break room instead of following what I told him to do? Pretty much for every little thing you do in this game, the narrator is just... <laughs> Well, for lack of a better word, narrating what you're doing, but making fun of you the whole time. Uh, And the further you deviate from what you're being asked to do, the the wilder the game becomes. And I even got into a point where I found like the end credits room, but the end credits is like a museum and it gives you like all this concept art and level layouts and how they how they decided to to make the game as it is and like behind the scenes stuff but you're almost like you're walking through a museum to look through everything uh but it's a very very fun and interesting game and funny um and it's only 25 bucks and i beat it in two playthroughs and maybe just maybe i recorded it for the upcoming uh sandbox gamers youtube page yeah but i would i would recommend it it's a it's a fun play I, I feel like I'm not doing it justice in describing it because I don't want to... Sp- I'm trying really hard not to spoil it because yeah. there's a there's a lot of really cool stuff in it. And if anybody wants to play it, I don't want to ruin it because I, I went into it not really knowing anything about it. And I think that was the best way to play it. So I would definitely recommend the Stanley Parable. I also played Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, yeah. this week uh, because... I won't get into it. I was supposed to be on a Star Wars podcast, uh, which I was invited to be on several months ago. (laughs) And uh, then that just never happened. But for some reason, I still bought the game. Anyway, I'm here to tell you guys on this May the 4th that this game is not fun to me at all. (laughs) In the slightest. (laughs) Um, It's, And I don't know if it's because... I'm in the middle of an Elden Ring run and I'm having so much fun playing Elden Ring that nothing is just is matching that level to me or if I'm just not really enjoying it because I don't want to say it's a bad game necessarily. The the graphics are cute. It's all Lego. If you've played any Lego game, you know what to expect when you're playing a Lego game and it's truncated versions of the Star Wars trilogy. So I played A New Hope. So I got from from top to bottom on a new hope and some parts are fun like there's a part in the new hope uh missions where you have to go to moss isley yes and you walk around uh moss isley and you can interact with the npcs and you get have a little bit of fun of course, you're following the whole story. Like, you're Luke. You're there with Ben Kenobi. You're going to the, the cantina to meet uh, Han Solo. I mean, if you've seen Star Wars, you know what's going to happen. But then there's other portions that are just not fun, at least for me, where, again, for example, I'm w- with Han Solo, and we are recovering the Millennium Falcon, and you're rebuilding the Millennium Falcon, but stormtroopers are just coming in over and over and so you'll be in the middle of a okay take this apart move this over here we're putting the the millennium falcon together okay stop now we have to shoot 
stormtroopers for 15 minutes and some of the most cumbersome over-the-shoulder shooting I've ever played in a video game. And I know that this is a, a game for children, so I'm not going to be too tough on it. But man, those sections really slowed it down. For me, I was like, man, can I just get through this so I can continue the the Star Wars story? Because to its credit, even though there are truncated versions of the Star Wars story, they're doing it in a cute little, funny little way. They're they're retelling the story. It's not line for line. It's not verbatim, but it's it's just like little jokey versions of the Star Wars movie. So I enjoyed that probably the most. But the gameplay was really hit and miss for me. Uh, for for me to be able to enjoy it. Now, I don't know if I'll go back and keep playing this or not. Uh, I do own it now, like a sucker. <laughs> so we'll see. But uh, Lego Star Wars was the other game on my list this week, boys. Well, the biggest problem with the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga is the difficulty never rises. It stays the same the entire game. Hmm. The there's skill trees and you can build up all of these um, skills, but they don't really matter because the game is so easy. It doesn't yeah. matter. I didn't what, even bother doing that. Yeah, exactly. I you just could, played through it. Yeah, you could go through the entire game without leveling up, and it doesn't mean anything. So that's I think hmm. that's the biggest problem, and it's a lot of the other Lego games are like that as well, Rob. I don't know if you had played a lot of the previous ones but Mm-mm. harry potter um all the star wars ones um i want to say they did a hobbit one they were all kind of the same it's very similar just kind of repetitive hack and slash and then you hold down a button and, you, and they build stuff so what i was thinking about and we actually kind of ran out of time on the hold on maneuver i recorded earlier tonight and we talked about it um so i didn't get a chance to f- uh, go into as much depth as I wanted to. One of the things I actually wanted to ask was, do we think that the fun, like you've mentioned, it's a kid's game. It's an all ages game. Does that mechanic or does that, I guess, um, that the type of game that it is, does that need to evolve? Because they've been the same. Um, the, there's been the Marvel and the DC Lego, and they're mm-hmm. all kind of Lego Batman. They're all kind of the exact same game, but with different skins on them. So is there something that needs to be added to it to evolve it? Because the only thing I saw in this one in particular was the environments. The environments look way better than they did on any previous Lego game. Other than that, it's the same game mechanic over and over again. Um, they did add, like you said, the, the over-the-shoulder shooting is not something that had been in a ton of the other games so that might explain why it's not that great um there's ship battles now um there weren't a lot of there's not a lot of vehicles in general in the lego games but there's ships in this that's something that kind of breaks up the monotony of just running around as the lego characters um so i think if they could change up make the skill trees matter make the difficulty a little bit higher um, that can be something that makes it more fun for us. And actually, we got a voicemail on the hold of maneuver from Geek, so to speak, uh, co-host Shoff, also my technological co-host, and he talked about his experience with it. So if you guys are interested, definitely check out this week's Holdo Maneuver for Shoff's voicemail. Um, let's just say Shoff enjoyed the difficulty on this game that's, that's, that's yeah. all i'll say about that and, and i'm not and this isn't like a shot <laughs> now that you said shot, I, I was preparing to say this the whole time you're talking uh it's the most casual of casual games yeah you know it is you're never going to see this thing evolve because it is there to sell right it's there to give this to a kid this is going to be probably one of ez's first games right one of you guys boys first games <laughs> when they really Maybe. get into it you're going to have some Lego games. Maybe not this one in particular, but there's going to be some Lego games where you can leave them at it and they're going to you know, they're going to have a little bit of difficulty maybe with some stuff. There's going to be some puzzles to figure out, but ultimately you're they're just going to be able to kind of power through the game. 
So I just don't think you'll ever see this this stuff change. And it's cool every once in a while. You know, I think maybe if they did some other franchises or something, or like you said, actor, maybe they do a different series that's more, um, you know, difficulty-oriented or just something that, you know, raises it to another level. I just don't see them... There's always going to be the mainline Star Wars series that are, you know, licensing something, and it's going to be basically just get in here and just, you know, beat it. It's going to be like a beat em up you know, basically, or a shoot em up whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's going to be something very casual and, and is not going to change very much, I don't think. Yeah, and I didn't really like the controls. Like, it felt, a lot of it felt, especially with the shooting, felt like you're walking through mud. Like, I had to go into the, the settings and turn the sensitivity for the, the aiming camera all the way up and the actual just physical camera all the way up. Because otherwise, it just felt like it was taking forever to aim down the barrel, forever to turn and look at people. And again, I I, I understand this isn't Elden Ring or anything like that, so it's it's not made for that audience. But it's just I don't really know if I would have enjoyed it more if I wasn't already uh, ankle deep in Elden Ring yeah. right now or other games that I'm playing. But I didn't have that issue when I was playing Stanley Parable, which is totally the opposite of Elden Ring, just just as opposite of Elden Ring as this Lego Star Wars game is. But at least that game had a really super interesting story and an interesting mechanic and was drawing me in. But the whole time I was playing Lego Star Wars, I was like, man, I wish I was playing Elden Ring <laughs> this whole time. But I agree with you, Vector. It looks good. The, the the graphics, the art design for it, the whole Lego thing, I mean, was really great. It, would, it all looked really cool. But I just couldn't get into it. I just couldn't get into it, man. Maybe I think it's something that I go back to when there's a, a video game drought. When we get the inevitable drought this summer. Maybe I'll go back and play that a little more. Yeah, it's also one that has couch co-op, but not online co-op. So it's not like we could play together. We would have to be in the same room. And that also leads to the family-friendly, you know, having people over and kids. Um, I like to have it on when I'm listening to a podcast or if I'm talking to Jeff. Sometimes we'll get on Discord and just chat. And I don't necessarily want to play a game that I have to focus on the narrative or focus on the story. I'll put Lego Star Wars on. It's um, mindless. Yeah, yeah, just in the background. Just, just do the free play or whatever. The free yeah. play mode. Yeah. So interesting. So yeah, so one of the fifteen games you played, I guess, this week, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you forget he plays them all only for fifteen minutes. Yeah, to see if they're fun. (laughs) You're right, Rob. And I got a chance to play Dead Cells on iOS. Um, Mm -hmm. Dead Cells is a game that I really have enjoyed on multiple platforms on Xbox, on Switch, and it's the type of um, platformer that I really like. And I've been trying, there's a bunch of games like this, like Owlboy, Ori in the Blind Forest. Like, There's a lot of these, these um, side-scrolling platformers that I really get into. Um, Dead Cells is one of them. And it has kind of an interesting mechanic where, you know, you die and you come back and you can um, level up your guy. The castles are changing all the time. But the thing that I wanted to, to really focus on, because Dead Cells has been out for a while, and they've, they've got a sequel yeah. coming out, too. Was this on sale or something recently? Well, Is there a reason that it made Originally, it was $5 it? on iOS. Okay. Uh, but it's iOS is the, the main reason why I wanted to talk about it, because you can it has controller mm. support. So either oh, on okay. your phone yeah. or on your iPad, and it plays exactly like on console or on your PC. It's a very faithful port. And I really like playing it with a controller. I don't like playing it with the touch controller because it has the digital D-pad or um, analog stick. Yeah. So yeah. I don't like doing that. But when you have a controller hooked up, it plays exactly like you're playing it on a console. So I could definitely see myself, let's say I'm, if I'm on a plane or if I'm out traveling in a train station or whatever, Dead Cells is one that I would play for sure. So... Shout out to that one on iOS. It's actually now $9, so it's no longer 5 bucks like I got it. But I think it's even worth $9. Like, that's not a ton for, for the content that you get for that game. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't tried out Dead Cells, definitely check that out. Um, another action 
RPG, or not RPG, but um, another action platformer that I got to try out was Skull the Hero Slayer on Game Pass. Um, this is right up my alley. Um, it's one of those action roguelites, and it's another ever-changing uh, map system. Uh, but I love any type of action platformer. So it gives me, I think that's my favorite genre. Did we talk about that? Was that one of our questions that we had one time? You've you've mentioned no, several times that if that's the genre you see on any game, especially on Xbox Game Pass, that you pretty much download it regardless of knowing what it is or not knowing what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my wheelhouse. Like anytime there's a action 2D side-scrolling platformer, I'm always into it. And it just kind of... Done well or not, he is into it. <laughs> it's, it's just kind of like, what is... All right, this guy, he's an owl and he can fly. All right, this one is... He's a little rabbit, you know. So Skull, the hero slayer, he's a, a bone. Uh, he's a skeleton, and he can throw mm-hmm. his head at you. Um, if you die, if you get hit while your head is off your body, then you die. But you can ah. always regenerate your head, your skull. So I liked it. Skull, the hero slayer. I enjoyed it on Game Pass. It was free. Um, definitely check that out, boys. I also tried out Unsold on Game mm-hmm. Pass. And this one is kind of like a vertically scrolling um, platformer action-adventure game. And the mechanics on it, I was actually surprised how deep you can get um, into leveling up your character and changing the different... um, It's like a 2D RPG, so you can just level up different things about your character. And you Mm -hmm. could be there for hours leveling up stuff, so... When I was playing it, um, I first of all, you know, it, are the mechanics fun? Yes. Then I go into, oh, okay, can I level it up? How how deep can I get into this? And I think Unsold, you can definitely go like um, hours into it um, and enjoy it. So Unsold also enjoyed it. Um, and then I played Inf- Infernax or Infernax on Game Pass. This one, if you're into Castlevania or Contra. I would say definitely Infernax is the game you want to play. Um, it's just like a modern 2022 version of, of those games. So that also brought back some good memories for me. I enjoyed it. Um, I played Research and Destroy on mm-hmm. Game Pass. And this one, they marketed it as, oh, yeah, this is a RPG action adventure game. So I was like, all right, let me try it out. It is a turn-based... RPG, which is, as we talked about in our one of our previous levels, not my favorite. I like action RPGs. So it's a turn-based game where you're a bunch of scientists, a group of scientists, and they're heavily trying to be like Scooby-Doo. Um, they're mm-hmm. with the mystery machine, and they got a, a van that they all go to, and one of them looks like Velma. Uh, so it's ooh. heavily biting off of... Scooby-Doo. You're speaking my language now. It's all a bunch of super scientists, and they're trying to stop these zombies. Um, I played the first round, and I said, all right, that's enough for me. I, I deleted this it. This game looks like round. shit. Sorry. I was at this. <laughs> this thing looks, looks bad. Jeff okay. coming in with the hot take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looks fine to me, <laughs> Jeff. Um, it's more the design, I think, Hold on. you don't like. Let me get a look. Hold on. Yeah, I'm go, looking go, right go, now. Go, this fine to me. This game looks like... I'd like to see Jeff make a game <laughs> and see if <laughs> no. he can make anything better than mad. Research and Destroy. No, I, I don't think I'd ever play this. I want to see Jeff play this game. But uh, it's... Well, it got me curious when you said Scooby-Doo. I was like, is that a genre now? Is there like a Scooby-Doo genre that I'm missing out on? And then, okay, now it makes sense. This now looks like... Nice. I know why he likes it, because it looks like Fortnite. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the same game. <laughs> <laughs> so Research and Destroy on Game Pass. And then the last thing I got the chance to play, I went back in the Wayback Machine, boys, and I played Just Cause 4, which I played when it originally came out. Yeah. But it was free on the Epic Store, so I downloaded it when it when it was free. It's no longer free, and I was like, man, I remember enjoying this, um, the gameplay mechanics of just flying around and attaching myself to everything. So, have you ever played through one of those fully? They never grabbed me. I never can. I like Far Cry, you know, like open world, like you know, the things they do in the Far Cry games, like where you're like 
flying down mountains and all that stuff but the just cause gives me the same vibes i could never get into one of these games really i think just cause appeals to me more because it's more over the top and like in this one for example you start out and you're like parachuting and bungee jumping and doing all this crazy stuff uh far cry stays more on the ground this one you're flying up in the air a bunch and you can attach yourself to a motorcycle, attach it to a truck, and then you're flying around. So it's more crazy to me. What was that? Man, now I'm blanking on it. But there was um, a game that was kind of like Grand Theft Auto, but it was like the crazy mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto. You know what I'm talking about? Was it Crackdown? Not Crackdown. Not, that uh, is... No, um, that's the that's one of the games... We've mentioned in Shop a lot on this, uh, this podcast. Terry um, Crews was in one, and it was... Um, yes. Which he was in... Crackdown too, but I'll say using Crackdown, uh, yeah. Um, Jeff, you know what I'm talking about. It's like is the, it Saints Row? Yeah, Saints Row. So kind of like Row. how okay. Saints Row is like the crazy Grand Theft Auto. I look at yeah. um, Just Cause as like the crazy version of um, what was the game you just mentioned, Jeff? Down blank. Saints Row. Oh, no, um, Far Cry. Crackdown. Jeff likes Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry. This is like the crazy version of Far Cry. Viva Pinata. <laughs> <laughs> Which also I like. But <laughs> that was a cause, good game. Just Cause Four was, is definitely fun if you can get it for free. I don't want to pay for it. Fair enough. Yeah. And so I guess uh, my thing I've been playing this week uh, has been Halo Infinite. Yes. Nice. Um, Multiplayer. Vector and uh, our buddy Aaron have been getting in some some rounds and then getting in some multiplayer. Obviously, I'm not touching that single player until the until the campaign co-op drops, and then that'll be something we maybe we all play it through depending on yeah, what they do that'll be a series uh, on the upcoming yeah. sandbox gamers youtubes yeah um and so they've added they so they finally started the second season of this of their battle pass um vector i don't I know if you yesterday. got a chance to look at it um yeah it started yesterday right yeah um which i thought they did every time i start up halo infinite it does like most games, piss me off in one way, <laughs> and then another way, I'm like, all right, they did something good here. But the uh, I'll start off with the good stuff they did. Um, so they're trying to put new game types in here. Uh, there's a new game type. Uh, it's called like Lone Last Wolf Standing, or they so they did some like weird, stupid Haloism of Last Man Standing, um, where basically it's you and twelve other people on a free for all map, and you just basically kill each other until you don't have any lives left um i won my first round uh of it and it was pretty simple oh last spartan Uh, standing last spartan standing that's what it is um and it's it's an okay game type they were selling it as some battle royale battle royale-esque uh game and it's like clearly not that it's not even close it's like it's hardly that you know uh, this is more, actually, I would say more in line with almost like a Gears of War type of game type to me. Uh, not quite the same in like a 4v4 on that game, but in this game it's all, you know, uh, you know 1v1 with 12 people on the map. Um, so they're, they're adding things and it's interesting, but uh, the concept of that game too is like as you kill in the game, you get better weapons. So you get to upgrade your characters or you get to upgrade your weapons as you go. So by the time you're in like the last few rounds, you have the battle rifle and all that stuff. Um, and then I noticed too, um, and, and that was, that was okay. Uh, they didn't really add too much else other than that. Um, and then the battle pass, which this game did something. And I, in fact, I don't know if you looked at it today or yesterday. It looks like that they have both battle passes active at the same time. So you have your old one that you can still earn points on, I think. And then you have this new one, which you can buy. And then I think you can earn towards both battle passes at once, which I have not seen in these games where you can earn and like, you know, which essentially they don't get rid of the old unlocks. Mm -hmm. So you can continue to unlock a ton of stuff as you play and progress. So I'm like level 60 or something on that battle pass for the first one. I haven't bought the new one yet. But it's letting me, I think, progress through the old one, which is nice. So I don't get locked out of that that yeah. content. But the, right? the problem um, is you don't care about any of those versus Fortnite. You got Wu-Tang. You got no. all the well, ones you say, love. I'm get into. Well, well, also, Wu-Tang, basically, <laughs> I have to pay for that yeah. for most of their good <laughs> yeah. stuff. I basically have to pay for it. Unless Can I'm you like, be Zendaya in Halo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. 
<laughs> and I guess that's what I'm going to say about this battle pass, too. Vector stole my thunder. But yeah, this battle pass, it's so ass. It is so... <laughs> who cares? Go look. I don't know. Vector, I don't know if you can start up. I don't even know if you guys can look at it online somehow. Go look at the final unlocks of this battle pass. It's a knee pad. It's a fucking knee pad. Who cares? Like, put something at the end of this this thing that makes it interesting. Like, these unlocks suck. I don't know, Jeff. I'm like, seeing I, Clippy. I do not care. Clippy's about in any this. of these unlocks. There are oh oh. There's a there an unlock in this game. Like halfway through the battle pass is a vehicle decal. Have you ever looked at a decal on a vehicle in Halo? Never. You never look at that. A decal, not a skin, not a camo, a sticker on on the car. It's so, like, who cares? Like, why am I even <laughs> unlocking this? Give me different suits. Give me different stuff. Like, I don't know. They There's a lot of things Halo does that, that I just don't understand why it's not Oh, look, there. I can and get, then, like, little, like, uh, keychains key for my gun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just who cares? Like, it just it doesn't it doesn't change anything. Like, give me character skin. You're right. It sets. is a knee pad. <laughs> yeah, it's a knee pad. You know what I mean? And then like, but that's you know, why you should appreciate Fortnite, Jeff, because you get Spider Man at the end. You get Doctor Strange at the end of the battle pass. That's makes me want right. to play versus Halo. I, I do, I do respect it, even though they are just you know, licensing everything yeah. you know on the planet, but. Jeff, did you see There's the shoulder pads? You can get shoulder pads <laughs> also. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then they, and I think they made some changes. Then I had to look at, at some more stuff. They have made some changes to their like customization. And like if you buy like an armor kit, you can now swap items out of that, which is great. Because I, I have an armor kit thing that I got, but I want to like change little pieces of it. And you couldn't do that before. So, so that's cool. But. There's just there's a lot of things that in factor hears me just complain in the, on Saturday mornings <laughs> when we're playing about things I, I don't like about this game and I, and and that is one of the things where uh, or one of the things is how much they push me away from the stuff that I want to play in that game, meaning you know like Team Slayer is not the top option, it's like free play which is all of these other objective types thrown in with Team Slayer. And then oftentimes, like, the challenges are tied into, like, quick play. You know, like, you just run into these these different situations where you're like, okay, I want to play Halo, Halo 3 style, battle rifles, you know, maybe the AR, whatever. If I have to go pick up the weapons, great, whatever. But the amount of times I'm stuck on a map with a pistol and, you know... Uh, an oddball or some some stupid thing I have to do other than you know run around and shoot uh, still makes me mad about this game uh, and I just feel like they're not they're trying to fit in with the the typical you know shooter crowd right now they're trying to give you everything that's out there kind of like when they updated the game with Sprint right like they're trying to give you that experience that everybody wants or a modern experience quote unquote. And uh, it just disappoints me so much sometimes when I'm playing it. There are times where I'm like, okay, this is a great game. And I, and I do think they have the feel of the game. They did fix Sprint in this game to feel natural now, like a Halo game yeah. for me. Um, but, uh, man, I just wish they would have more maps. Like, if, if you can stop, don't make any more knee pads, okay? No more <laughs> knee pads. And give me a fucking map. Okay? Take all those knee I'm pad tired. resources yeah. and point them at the maps. Yeah, pull Jill and Joe off of the knee pads <laughs> and put them on a new map. Because I want maps. You know Your how maps hard shit in this Jill game. worked on those knee pads, yeah. Jeff? Yeah, and they're trash. <laughs> so put her on sorry, to make Jill. some stuff on a map. Put her in the thing to make some map. I'm so tired uh, of how... Vector, how often do we play the same maps over and over again? It's like... you know, And then you're like, oh yeah, this is the bad one. We're just stuck on this one for a whole game. Like, it just sucks. Um... So, I don't know. I have such mixed feelings about that game because I've been playing a ton of it this week. So, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like I don't like it. Uh, I do like that game. I just wish they would be uh, a little bit better. <laughs> oh, poor Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, when I'm playing Halo, I don't have the motivation to play another game, play another one like I do on Fortnite where 
I'm trying to get to Doctor Strange. I'm trying to get to Moon Knight or, you know, whatever. Whoever is at the end of the battle pass. Like, Jeff even had that when they had Rick from Rick and Morty. And it was like, yeah. dude, we got to play. We got to play. We got to keep playing because we got to get enough XP to get to Rick. And I don't have that on Halo. I find myself at sometimes when Jeff and I are playing on the weekends, I'm like, why am I still playing this game? Oh, yeah, because there's nothing else to play. Like, there's if there was some other multiplayer game that was really doing it for me, then I would probably switch over to that. But right now it's like, well, Halo is the only thing because Jeff won't play Fortnite with me. So what is the only <laughs> game? i got to play Halo again. But Have you tried Back for Blood? That one's Ooh. pretty good. You should finish that. <laughs> you should try. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of finishing, I think it's time to finish this podcast Ooh. episode, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. You've reached the end of another level, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, did you know that the Sandbox Gamers is part of the Geek So To Speak podcast network. That's right. We're a podcast network. We have We Love Comics, starring our very own Vactor, yeah. and special guests on occasions such as Marcus Seabury, Hunter Camp, and the list goes on. And that's your weekly source for all things comic book. You have the Holder Maneuver, your bi-weekly Star Wars podcast. Again, uh, Trent just said that they just did an episode all about... Was it just about LEGO Star Wars or was it just Star Wars video games in general? Well, it was just... LEGO Star Wars was the main topic. And then because it was May the 4th, we did like a news roundup of all the May the 4th deals. Got it, got it. You also have Treknological, which is our weekly Star Trek podcast. Just had a big-time guest two big time guests two episodes in a row frank ramblings and uh star trek guy from tiktok so those are uh ready for your ears and then you have the granddaddy of them all geek so to speak podcast where uh the upcoming episode this week will be reviewing multiverse of madness Woo. and there's some exciting changes coming to geek so to speak so keep your ears peeled for that uh, you can go to geeksotospeak.com forward slash network or just check the show notes for all the links if you want to follow us on social media you can find us on twitter at sandbox gamer pod instagram the sandbox gamers or again just check the show notes because we'll have all the links for you there again don't forget to subscribe rate review do all the things because we are a brand new growing video game podcast and we need all the help we can get and that comes down to you people like the podcast share it do all the things good game everybody gg 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 don't poop in the sandbox